Hey, beautiful people. I'm Lakia. And I'm Angela. And this is Dating, Dating is Dead. Where we have raw, uncut, candid, and honest conversation on the ups and downs of dating. We will have conversations about healthy and unhealthy relationships. We're going to be talking about the healthy relationships that you deserve. Remember, you are worthy of the love you desire. Know your worth and add that tax. Hey! Wow! <laughs> What's good? What's good, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in to Dating is Dead with Angela and Lakia, the podcast where we have raw and uncut conversations on the ups and downs of dating and creating healthy relationships that you deserve. My name is Lakia, aka Rihanna's Tattoo. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yes, and so, yes. hello, beautiful people. My name is Angela, a.k.a. Enough. Okay, okay. We need to explain our inspirations behind our nickname. What? what I'm going to let you go first, sis. What do you have enough of? Um, so, I will honestly say that the last five days, I had a chance to understand me, Come on, my worth, and... Yes. I really, truly understand the term that you can't pour from an empty cup. Absolutely. And I've been pouring and pouring into people and not pouring into myself. There and my cup been dry. Yeah, I get <laughs> and it. So get I it. actually took five days mm -hmm. to replenish my cup. Come on. And it's full. And Come so on, I had enough. Flowing over. Flow is over. Oh, it is flowing over. I love and it. I, I have enough. That that, I have enough, sis. If you want to come over, it's going to keep flowing. You can right, girl. Yeah, come, come on. My and get yes. some of it. Get some of this stuff. Pour it. Yes, girl. Let's pour and it that's all what I'm doing. It. So yes. enough is enough. I love it. I I'm love it. it hey, Deborah Davis. How you that's doing? That's my girl? cousin. <laughs> she. Let me say something real quick. Deborah Davis has been joining us since day one. Yes, cousin, I love you. I love your energy. I love your yeah, vibe. Yeah, she, she's my honorary cousin. Hey, yes, cousin. Lakia, <laughs> a.k.a. Rihanna's tattoo. Yeah, so before I explain, let me just say, hey, Ricky. Ricky hey, Ricky. Co-host on the future event. We'll explain that in a minute. Yeah, but yeah hey, Ricky. Rihanna's tattoo. I just don't like the fact that Stephen A. Smith went on Sherry's show mm. and say that Rihanna is not Beyonce. Because you, you know, we all know Rihanna's performing yes. uh, the halftime show. Mm -hmm. And I just don't understand. It just baffles me how it's only our people, right? Our culture that wants to put one against the other. Both mm. of those ladies are fabulous, right? Both of them are bad as fuck, okay? Mm. Yes, Rihanna is not Beyonce because Rihanna is fucking Rihanna and she's going to kill it. Point blank, period. As always, period. Yes, a, he, that man always got something. He, he always got something to say. <laughs> My nerve, but yeah, girl, that's uh, that's my uh, that's my tribute to Rihanna for tonight because you know she you. got the Thank tattoo you. under her 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 breast, mm -hmm. famous tat. So yeah, I'm rocking with her tonight. So so are we going to get tattoos this weekend? You going to get it, girl? Fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a I'll get a a, a play one. I'll get a pretend. We're, one. we're getting tattoos. We're getting tattoos. Where we're getting matching tattoos. 
It don't matter. I know people. Okay, girl. I got one on my lower back now. I, don't even ask me what it says because <laughs> I was younger and dumber back then. That's okay. okay, but now you're older and wiser. Yeah, I'm and older so and wiser now. Your yeah. next one, your next one will exemplify what you want it to be. Yeah. You out. You get one. I get one. We come on with it. Come on with it. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, and I and I actually invited. I actually invited um one of my my tattoo guy um okay. to be on the show tonight, so maybe he hear it. We okay. coming. Cool. Cool. I yeah. have I have four of them because I have. 16 tattoos. I don't know you had that many, sis. Yeah, I do. Wow. I love them. Where's the where's the uh the place that hurt it the most on you? My foot. Oh yeah, I hear the foot hurts. Yeah. My foot swelled up like jelly for a week. I it was every time I walk, mm -hmm. I had sandals. I made sure I got it in the summertime. And mm -hmm. so when I walk, it was like jelly shaking i was like ew it feels yeah. so nasty i couldn't yeah, do it yeah but I love and it's less flesh there and, uh, and, and it's mostly bone at the foot too because that's, oh, that's you got to that pinky toe i was like oh yeah yeah but i'll hold your hand you'll be fine okay girl okay gonna do it. let me just take a moment to thank everybody you know our uh chat is bumping all right yes, okay we not only have cousin deb and ricky we have la portia hey we have uh natty who is also maurice our homeboy maurice who visited us uh uh in the last show uh tracy right tracy Why Daniels, that's my that's my sister yeah absolutely we don't have to compare everybody's brilliant in their own special way absolutely hey, what's up to brandon how you doing sweetheart my yoga buddy our homegirl Vanessa, that's a lovely girlfriend, and uh, yeah, thanks for joining Lake for us, y'all. Like for Absolutely. life, like it for life, Maurice, Natty, Trackazoid. <laughs> you gotta let us know what where you come up with that name, <laughs> Trackazoid. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right, y'all. We have a big uh, uh, yeah. show tonight, yeah. um, and very important. I shall mm. say, but before we get into tonight's topic, we just have a couple of announcements that we need to make. And Angela, I'll let you start off with the first announcement. You always do this to me. I what am I doing? You're gonna announce the. the I got you. Out. I got you. I, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we look. This, this is our. This is what. This is our extra love. We both work eight hours shifts mm -hmm. during the day. Mm -hmm. So we. I just wanted to say really quickly that you know. If you have seen our post, we are we are giving we have a giveaway. And so our giveaway is, you know, for the first 20 people who signed up to our YouTube. Subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. Signed up. Sign, yeah, yes. Yeah, subscribe to our YouTube. <laughs> we'll get a care a care basket. The care basket, we're not going to tell you everything that's in it, but it's everything right. that you could use for yourself. But it's going to include jewelry. Mm -hmm. self-care tips mm -hmm. self-care items mm -hmm. wine mm -hmm. or champagne mm -hmm. whatever we want to do but mm -hmm. it's for you guys and we want to just give back because we appreciate you guys so much for tuning in to us each and every Wednesday night so I'm going to say right now if you have not subscribed yet please subscribe we have we're asking for the first 20 people Mm -hmm. And everybody's name will go into the drawing, and mm -hmm. we're up to only you. you we're at, you we're currently at ninety-two. Last I checked. No, no, no. 
No, I'm talking about you. You, you posted nine people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's it. Yeah. So we have nine. So yeah. all the viewers tonight, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Ring the bell. Therefore, you will be you'll be alerted each and every Wednesday night when we go on. So you don't have to remember. You don't have to call me or can say when y'all going live. It's going to pop up on and your yeah, phone. Once you hit that notification bell, you'll be alerted every time we drop, y'all. So, in other words, we're giving our viewers tonight a second chance to go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know, this is what we're doing. We are Be More Girls. And yes, we honey. are definitely, we love Baltimore. And yes. I know you guys love Baltimore. And what we do is raw and uncut. And we are yes. actually just pretty much doing what some people are afraid to do mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. with that being said with that being said i want to say this real quick lakia with mm -hmm. that being said we welcome you we welcome your comments your edits anything that you want to do dating is dead podcast.com you can throw in your chat throw in what you want us to talk about you can throw in whatever it is that you feel, what you feel our next topic should be, because we hear our top, we hear you guys, we do. We need you for us to grow, and we just want to represent Baltimore. Absolutely. And our homegirl, Vanessa, say she wants to donate to the basket. We got you, sis. Thank you. Thank you so much. This Make is the life. thing our, our sisterhood is all about, y'all. You know, we, we're doing Good. something productive and, and for you guys it, it it really feels good to have the help um that we need and it's help that we don't even ask for which is awesome you know what i mean so yes thank you vanessa we'll get in touch with you soon love and okay. before wait, before you go kara says she just subscribed thank you kara we appreciate thank you kara appreciate you love and i just wanted to say something real quick so we had to change our time because our conversations have been dope as shit <laughs> and you know how dope ass conversations can get <laughs> they get dope and then when they get dope we're not going to cut anybody off we're going to respect your time and yes. therefore we had in the previous time we did promote that our show is from 8 to 9 i'll show us from 8 to 9 30. so which is typically about that long anyway but yeah it's about that long yeah. anyway yeah we may go over 9 30 if we do yeah. then stick with us yeah but do not think for yeah. a second that you can log on at 9 30 and get into <laughs> our groove. Please log on when you are. But at right. the end of the day, we respect each and everybody's time. You know, I'm really big on that. Lakia is really big on that for the time, but we really appreciate our followers and our viewers. So we just wanted to just take a second just to say that we appreciate you. And if we go over, it's only because it was a dope ass goddamn conversation <laughs> absolutely absolutely and um let me just make note of our second event uh, right. which is coming up this tuesday yes. ladies and gentlemen we will be live at fire and smoke cigar lounge uh live just pretty much what we're going to be talking about relationships and dating and more we're going to also be joined by our special co-host ricky who's in the chat currently and our homeboy jason J J jason i gave him a whole new name justin <laughs> who's been on the show with us a couple of times so please please if you're not busy tuesday night january 24th at 7 30 join us 6827 lock raven boulevard towson maryland 
21286. That's actually the Hillendale Shopping Center. Please be advised that uh, you will be required to to purchase two cigars to, to sit in with us, okay? So if you are a cigar lover, uh, uh, just, you know, come and join us and, and get ready to experience uh, some adult, uh, you know, conversation, the sun and joy and smoking a stick while you're there. So, yeah, it's going to be dope, y'all. So, again, what you see there, wow. copy it down if you need to and join us this Tuesday. We look forward to seeing you there. And thank you, Deborah. I didn't know you love cigars. That's my cousin. Oh, yes. Please be in the building and bless us with your face. Yes. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. So we're going to go on and move on to tonight's topic. Like I said, um, Angela, we have a very Ooh. important show. And, uh, you know, when I made the announcement about tonight's topic, um, there was a lot of people that came to me, like, you know, in my inbox or, you know, um, just really intrigued about the title because mm -hmm. apparently uh, uh, is a lot of us out there that's, that's, that's dealing with it, you know. Um, for the most part, people date, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, but also people, a lot of people suffer from depression. So I think it's safe to say that, you know, we're going to date regardless of our mental status, you know. So it's important for us to learn how to cope with it and and navigate life as you deal with it right so you know let's just talk about it you know why do you feel it's important to incorporate wellness while you're dating uh, you put on your life coach hat for me <laughs> It give me your reason why you think it's, it's important to implement wellness while dating. So, you know, look here, I will tell you this, and this is, this is real talk. It's, it's called vulnerability. And a lot of people have not grasped that yet. Yeah. I'm being honest, you know, because of doubt, rejection, past experiences and trauma. Mm -hmm. But when you meet someone, it's okay to be vulnerable Absolutely. just for a second because this person is pouring into you. Mm -hmm. They are cutting off everybody else to be with you. Mm -hmm. But people who suffer from depression feel like they have their own world. Yeah. Because they have been rejected. And they felt like they needed their stance in life on this earth. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep it real and plain. I'm going to give it to you raw. And yes, yes. Um, Natty, Natty says societal pressures as well. Yeah. It is because they feel like they have to perform. Mm -hmm. So, but when you're dealing with depression, it's like you got your own shit and now you got to deal with social media shit on mm -hmm. your right side mm -hmm. and but you got this person in front of you who want to be with you and want to love you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is a challenging part mm -hmm. it's so freaking challenging because the person in the middle may not be on social media to the well this is my right y'all and <laughs> or to the left you know their own emotions yeah and so 
that's when communication comes into play. Yeah. But it's hard for a person to communicate and vibe with a person that want to be with a person who is suffering from depression. Absolutely. So my answer to you, Lakia, is this. If you're suffering from depression, just say it up front. Mm -hmm. Don't hide mm -hmm. it. Don't mm -hmm. let that shit creep out because yeah. then the other person going to be like, damn, what the hell just happened? Yeah, yeah. Because a person who's not suffering from depression is going to be like, every day is a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But a person suffering from depression will be like, oh, the day ain't shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you'll be waking up with them in the morning or you're having a conversation with them on the phone. He's like, hey, it's a brand new day. Let's do what we need yeah. to do. And yeah. they're like, oh, fuck shit. Shit, mm -hmm. They got they the person always they have the umbrella, mm -hmm. even when mm -hmm. it's not raining. Yeah, it's yeah. draining. And I'll say this lastly, and I'm gonna wrap it up. When you're with that person, friend, intimate partner, mother, dad, sister, brother, it doesn't matter. We tend to take on their burden, mm -hmm. and we go find our own umbrella. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's an umbrella to shield their hurt and their trauma, mm -hmm. or it's an umbrella to shield or to protect us. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. how can we live our life if we want to be happy, but this person can't be? It's right. very draining. It's sad. Right. It really, it really is. It really is. And let's just break down the signs. I, I mean, I know it, it varies from person to person, but these are basically the common signs. And I, I'm going to try to, you know, go through them all. Go ahead. Um, number one is sadness, obviously, right? Uh, two is tiredness, mm -hmm. right? Because you know what? When you're not sleeping, it could definitely contribute to the heaviness that you're feeling, right? Mm -hmm. Change in appetite. You eat too much mm -hmm. or you don't eat enough, right? Um, irritability. Every little thing bothers you, yes. right? Uh, of course, thoughts of death and suicide, um, no interest in pleasure or activities and what I just mentioned, insomnia, lack of sleep. Insomnia, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're definitely gonna talk about how to cope with depression. Um, the number one thing that I say, which is really important, is if you are having suicidal thoughts, um, don't be afraid to talk with someone. You see that number on the screen? Thank you. That is the that's the number to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Oh, All right, guys. So if you need to make that call, there it is. One, write it down if you have to. One eight hundred two seven three, talk. Okay. Or nine eight eight nine eight eight is just simply a three digit dialing code uh, for the suicide and crisis lifeline. If you want more information on that, you can go to. Uh, 988lifeline.org. Okay. Both are available 24 7, seven days a week. Okay. Regardless if it's morning or night, you yes. need to make that call. Make that call. All right. Um, if you don't want to make the call to them, you can always talk with a family member. Right. Mm -hmm. Or spend time with a loved one. Right. What's the, one of the first things we do when we are feeling down? We call the our support system. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Whether that's our parents, our siblings, our friends, you know, whoever's going to make you feel good, you know, whoever is going to help you take your mind off of things, you know, people who can, who you value and feel like they can give you some, you know, valuable jewels to, you know, absorb so that you can take in and, 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 and get to a better place. Right. Mm-hmm. I, there's been times, and let me tell you this, Angie, there's been times when I was experienced so much depression. I will call my cousins or my sister, you know, and it's, it's crazy. I don't know if you've seen, um, um, uh, what's the movie with Tay Diggs and all of them? It just Which came one? out. He was in five. Which best one? man. <laughs> yes, they all, all playing the same movies, right? Oh, you talking about the latest when they showed up? Yeah, the one that's on Peacock, the series. The, that's what I would do. Series. I would show up. Yes, yes, we will scene. show up. There's a scene in the last episode. I don't know if you've seen it or not, and I want sports for everybody. But there's a scene where Tay Diggs has gone through a moment. Yes, and his boys come. One by one. Mm. One comes with a bag of groceries. The mm. other one comes with their their playing cards or some beer. You know? The other one comes with whatever, right? And I was watching that, and it's definitely similar to what I experienced when I call my cousins and I need them, you know? Mm-hmm. And it happened a couple of times. You know, I was, when I tell you, Angie, there was a moment where I didn't even want to live anymore because I was going through so much. Wow. I called my cousins. They told me, come on over. Yes. We all got together the next morning. We had a cousin's breakfast (laughs) sitting. And I cried so hard when I went over there because not only because I was sad because I knew that being around them was mm-hmm. gonna help put me in a better place. Exactly. So when you it's I don't know when you want to be around your loved ones, man, it's just it just uplifts you, you know. It does it does it really it does. does. It you does. know what? So one of the things that I do, like with my counseling that's outside of our podcast, yeah. is I try to encourage my clients to identify their support system. Yeah. And you just said it. And so what I do is is great. It's key because you want to always make sure that you have that support system. Absolutely. Nobody should ever be alone. And thank you so much for showing those numbers tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Now make sure to show them again before we end the show. Yes. Yep. Do it periodically. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, the next one I would say, and I, I actually didn't write this down, but I, I'm sure we can remember it, is to try stress management techniques. Mm. You know? Basically, do things that bring you joy, you know. Um, yeah. for me, it's listening to music, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I love music, I mm-hmm. love music. Now, I know you I do, you love your music. To bust around with DMX, nothing too hardcore. When I was like, Yeah, yeah, something soothing, right. Um, yeah, I, I do that. I, of course, you know, do my yoga, which is definitely helpful for those who uh, suffer from uh, stress and anxiety and depression as well. Um, I listen, to, uh, I watch stuff that's going to make me laugh, you know, 
Um, yeah. what do you what do you implement when you're feeling down? So I'm glad you asked. When I'm feeling down, I watch cartoons. Okay. What kind of cartoons? All of them. Disney. I'm <laughs> okay. still subscribed to Disney. Okay, okay. Shout out to my daughter, Sade Pfizer. Hey. Okay, Sade. Yeah, we, we still do our Disney. We do our mm -hmm. Disney because every you need laughter in your life. Yeah, definitely. You need definitely. laughter. Penny Proud, my girl. On huh? Penny Proud, my girl on Disney. Oh, yes. Definitely. <laughs> you already know. I, I keep her I keep her in the scroll. Yeah. And so I, I do things like that. Um, mm -hmm. One of the other things that I do is I just listen to some nice jazz. Yeah. Let's move jazz. Yeah. You know, and I, I invite people to, and I encourage people to listen to something different that you never listened to before. Right. Right. Because guess what? If you listen to country, hmm. when you're feeling depressed and sad, you will hear the words. Hmm. But wouldn't and, that make you sad at all? Country can sometimes be. No, <laughs> it does not. No, it does not. Because you know what? It may make you sad, but it lets you know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you're feeling depressed and sad, we tend to feel that, or people tend to feel that also, that mm -hmm. I'm the only person that's going through this. Right. Oh, but yeah, when you can hear it from another perspective, another race, you're yeah. like, damn, everybody yeah. going through it. So what they do? I'm yeah. a tongue girl, so I got that girl, and I took her on a date, and everything is great. <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> You know, I, I'm just being honest. Right, like, right. Okay, everything is going to work out on this. Uh -huh, uh -huh. We all need like some type of sort of form of intervention. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be planned. So sometimes mm -hmm. we have to learn how to intervention ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. A warm bath, music, you yeah. know, jazz. Just yeah. do something different. You yeah. ain't got to leave your house. Just right. be where you are comfortable at. Right. But like you said, I'm sorry, Angie. Let me oh. let me shout out La Portia. She says meditation is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's my cousin. Hey, hey La Portia. But That's my cousin too now. Hey girl. Yeah. Oh, you don't you don't mean <laughs> adopt it. But at the end of the day, like she said, meditation. Just yeah. doing something different. You know, Courtney. Hey, Court Court. That's our Court Court. Hey, Court Court. Parker said, I love music, dancing, and singing. And yeah. yes, you do. You know, and sometimes if you can't get out somewhere to hear music, just turn on some or music. Or simply in the middle of your living room. That's another thing I like to do, especially when it comes to dancing. Mm. Because body movement itself mm. is a form of healing and releasing some heavy energy. So, yeah, definitely dancing. Singing. Singing releases the heaviness in your throat chakra. So definitely get to singing, even if you don't know how to. <laughs> okay. Girl, you know, that's my therapy. Yes. That is my therapy. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. I be like, sis, I want to go sing. I'm fixing yeah. the sing. It's all therapeutic. You yeah, know what I mean? And yeah. if I can't go out to sing, guess what? I will just sing to myself, but thank God for TikTok if I want to sing. Come you know on. what I mean? But it's therapeutic. So in other words, at the end of, at the, end of the day, Find mm -hmm. something that makes you happy yeah, or makes you absolutely. uncomfortable. Absolutely. I want it to make you feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It got to feel so uncomfortable that it's new that you'd be like, damn. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't like it, but it made me feel good. If absolutely. you have to, you have to adopt new traits and characteristics, mm -hmm. new things. If it make, if, 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 it, if it's hard and mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable, it's a good thing. If mm -hmm. it feel good to you, then it's the same thing. Absolutely. So gravitate to the things that don't feel good 
to learn to appreciate to become the new you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one more thing I will say uh, is, you know, how to cope with depression is to just avoid alcohol and drugs and or anything that's going to harm your body, you know, physically and mentally, you know, because you want to be able to think clearly, you know, you want to be able to get to a place uh, where you can figure out things and you, you can't because, you know, with, with alcohol and drugs, your, your, your mind is clouded. You know, yes. you're not, you're, 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 you're moving around, but it's very slow. It's you know, girl, you're like a tortoise. You know, you, can't you don't, right. You don't know what to do, you know, because you're too heavily intoxicated or drugged up to figure out what's the best move for yourself. So yeah, give yourself, Absolutely. give your body and your mind and your spirit a break. If you are a heavy alcohol and, dr- and alcohol drinking and, 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 and drugs, Leave it alone for a few days and see how it'll make you feel. You know, a couple of days without the alcohol, a couple of days without the the uh, the, the drugs. Listen, and I yeah. know, you know, hard drugs. Mm-hmm. That's, that's something. That's a whole nother level. Yeah, something, something do- like, totally different. Yeah, something totally different. They say weed is natural, whatever. But <laughs> you lay off. Lay off. Weed is natural. It's from it's from the ground, yeah. and I'm gonna say that even yeah. though I don't smoke weed. Yeah, yeah, I don't smoke weed, so let me just put that disclaimer out there. But yeah. it is very natural, and yeah. that's why they, that's why it's legalized. But yeah. I just wanted to say something real quick to um Toby. She said, "I need all my chakras activated. Come see me." <laughs> that's what Reiki is for. I do Reiki, and so yeah. I will. I will. I will activate. And get them in line. Yeah. And so one thing I, I, I'm not going to speak on on my sister tonight, but we both do a whole lot of um, holistic health care and awareness to bring you who to ground you. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. But yeah. you just said something, um, sis, about five minutes ago before I read Toby's thing. You know, even if you've never done it before, I'm really, really encouraging and inviting each and every one that's listening tonight. Mm-hmm. Run you a warm bubble bath. Mm-hmm. Bring you some music, whatever you want to hear. Light a candle and turn the light off. Cut your phone on vibrate. Don't turn mm-hmm. it off because I know it's mm-hmm. hard to do. Put on <laughs> vibrate and do you for 30 minutes. I promise mm-hmm. you, you it, it'll feel like you don't opened up another door mm-hmm. of self-love mm-hmm. and self-care. And we owe that to ourselves. We mm-hmm. owe that to ourselves. Yes, Nat- Natty said some oils in there too, and it is the truth. Yep. Throw yep. some oils in there. Some almost like a cleansing bag. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, we're gonna move on to how to treat the person you're dating mm. with depression, which is just as important. And the first thing I say, Angela, is to Basically, just have compassion and patience. You know, when times are tough and things are heavily on their mind and and they don't know how to navigate their everyday life at, you know, at, at a moment, there's going to be some times when they're not going to want to go outside. Mm-hmm. Be them. There's going to be some times where they're not going to want to have sex. Be patient with them. Be patient with them. You know, it, 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 it takes a lot for someone to open up just enough to date you. So when they're trying to balance their dating life and trying to get their mental health together. Yeah. 
you just really have to have that kind of compassion to the point where, okay, I see where this is going. Mm-hmm. She's not into this right now. Let me just allow her the space to the get space. through what she's going through, but at the same time, be there for her because I know, you know, as much as we can we can do but we can only do but so much as their partner mm-hmm. right exactly so you do what you can right yeah. mm-hmm. he or she will be appreciative of you mm-hmm. right they'll appreciate what you can do but they'll also accept what you can't do and be okay with that Absolutely. you know because the one thing we don't want to do is, is get involved with someone and we later on find out down the line that they're suffering from depression. We don't want to try to fix them because we know we can't do that, you know. But the most, the least we can do is just try to be there for them in our own special way. But it has to be with compassion and patience. What do you say, sis? <laughs> and so this is what I say. I say that the person who's dealing with with depression, you want compassion, you want patience. And so the big question, the big elephant in the room is, when do you tell that person that you're dating that you're dealing with depression so they even have a clue? Yeah. When how to handle you. Right. You know, and, you know, and my profession with working with people with depression I will say that it's no right or wrong. You have to figure out when is the time that you want to share with this person. Yes, I'm so I've, I've suffered with depression. Mm-hmm. So that way they won't think that you're just an ugly person mm-hmm. or feel like they got to fix you or mm-hmm. feel like they just want to bounce and leave. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. And again, we cannot fix them. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the key word. So if, you are that person dealing with the de- you're the person dealing with depression and you find someone who wants to be with you mm-hmm. do not challenge them and make them think that they're supposed to fix you because they love you or mm-hmm. they want to be with you mm-hmm. that is not the answer mm-hmm. you have a whole lot of professionals out there in this world mm-hmm. that can help them to deal with their trauma mm-hmm. do not put your trauma on your partner Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do not put your trauma on your sister, your brother, your mother, your cousin. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know, I'm that little fly on the wall. <laughs> but I have to speak for the people who've been through this. It is yeah. draining. I've been through this. I've lived these experiences mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the last 20 years of my life. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's not good. It's and not. I know how I can pour it and help them. Mm-hmm. But some people, they want the help, mm-hmm. but they have to understand mm-hmm. and know their position mm-hmm. and be and be receptive of it. Right, right. Because right. you can tell somebody all day the sky is blue, the sky is purple, mm-hmm. that damn sky blue. Mm-hmm. They're going to believe what they want to believe. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that does not mean that they should not be loved, mm-hmm. not be in a relationship, not mm-hmm. be a wife or a husband, mm-hmm. not be that great sister or brother. Mm-hmm. I really honestly feel, Lakia, that when you're dealing with anybody with depression, that the first step is their step. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. can't want it more than them. One of the things that I tell my clients every day is this. 
I'm walking right beside you. Mm-hmm. I'm not in front of you, and mm-hmm. I'm not, not in back. You. Yep. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. If I feel like I'm doing more, and you mm-hmm. back here, mm-hmm. guess what? We ain't gonna accomplish anything, right? Because you right. gotta want it. You gotta want it where I am, or more of it. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? I will say this last thing and let you move on. Mm-hmm. I found out the reason why a lot of people, this is me and this is them, but they want help. Ooh, 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 ooh. They won't. They won't come up here to be where I say to be. Mm-hmm. It's because of fear. Of course. It's a challenge. What's going to happen if I get up here with with her? Mm-hmm. That means I gotta change some shit. Mm-hmm. That means I gotta block out some shit. Mm-hmm. That means I gotta deal with trauma that I'm not ready to accept right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. So that makes it more draining for a person to date while you know d- dating while dealing with someone who's depressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we may not know all these things, right? But until they take the step to say, you know what. I need to do the things that I need to do right now mm-hmm. for myself because this mm-hmm. person don't deserve it. But guess what? The person that's dealing with depression don't realize that the other person don't deserve it. Right. They feel right. like I'm putting my time into this person. This person really cares about me. So maybe this is the person that can help me. Mm-hmm. And I'm here tonight to say nobody can help you but yourself. But yourself. You got to want it. You got to want it bad enough. You, you got to want the change. Yes. Bad enough. And when you want to change bad enough, that partner, that best mm-hmm. friend, that sister, guess what? We're going to encourage you and we're going to push you. Mm-hmm. You you like stuck. This your ass right here in our hand. Yep. We're going to get yep. up there. But we got to see that you want that. Right. Not, not all the way back there somewhere. You Absolutely. When you get here, we're going to push you. Trust and believe. No and I'm just speaking for people who've had to deal with Mm-hmm. people with mm-hmm. depression that we truly love mm-hmm. and want to mm-hmm. see the good in them but yeah, we can't absolutely. want the good better than they do right absolutely absolutely yeah the, and you can only you know talk with them but so much you know sometimes you just have to understand that regardless of what we say to them they choose to allow words to go in one ear and out the other they see you know? things the way they want to see it because right. they have this protective it's a bubble right. Right. Sis, sis real quick it's a bubble yeah the depressed person is in a bubble mm-hmm. there's no trust mm-hmm. that person hurt me you hurt me so mm-hmm. you're trying to tell me if i confide in you and tell you my deepest deepest darkest secrets mm-hmm. that means now i gotta deal with something yeah and that is why a lot of relationships don't work Mm-hmm. Because they don't really know you and they're not right. vulnerable. You have right. to be vulnerable, but mm-hmm. you got to be careful who you're vulnerable with because you got mm-hmm. some people that throw it in your face. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I respect the person that's going through that depressing stage because everybody don't understand it. But I feel and like... I, I was going to say, I commend the people who standing by the people that are depressed too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Go ahead, sis. I'm going to let you finish it. Then I'm going to go on to why I feel like. Oh, no, no, no. I'm done. Okay. You just said it. You just okay. said it. The person yeah, because... who stands beside the person. But here's yeah. the thing. You can appreciate the person that stands beside. But mm-hmm. a lot of times we stand beside that person who's going through depression because we care about them. Yeah, absolutely. But we don't understand them because they are quiet. Mm-hmm. They close the door. 
Mm-hmm. And I've had one time in my life when I said, oh, today is a great day. That depressive person said, every day not good. I'm mm-hmm. like, every day can be what you make it. Mm-hmm. You can wake up and say, today I'm going to have a good day. But then I realized that a person that's suffering from depression don't, don't feel the way we feel. Right, right. They, they have self-doubt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, as far as the partners, um, and for those who are, you know, unsure, because, you know, when we're suffering from depression, mm-hmm. we can we can sometimes take it out on our partners, you know. All we don't time. do it intentionally. All the time. All the time. All the time. Really through because who who's there most of the time when we're going through it? And, and, and who can we scream at and, and push the walls to? That person no that's always going to be there. It's our partner. It's, it's the one fair. we love, right? It's not fair. But it's not so fair. So what I would say to the partners who is going through that and is unsure mm-hmm. and they feel like it's their fault, it's not. It's not. It's Just not. like they say, don't take it personal because guess what? It's really not about you. And it's about the person. Your depressive partner is just having a difficult time managing their emotions. They don't know who to pour them out to. They don't know how to pour them out to. You know, they're and that's lost. Why I said they're confused. Fix it. They're hurt. Fix it. They got to fix know? themselves because guess what? If you don't fix yourself, like, and I'm being honest, and this goes through family members, intimate partners, husbands. I'm going to put it out there. Everybody, anybody in my life, best friend, whoever, whatever, it don't matter who they are in your life. The bottom line is this. If they're in a funk, you're going to get in a funk. You're going to get in a funk. You may not be the depressed person, but you're going to get in a funk because you care about them so much and you want to fix them. You want them to be happy, but Mm -hmm. it's not your position to fix them. But guess what it do? It makes you feel so bad that you start feeling unloved. Mm-hmm. You start feeling like you don't matter. You start feeling like, okay, can I have a relationship with this person? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I can't make them happy, right? You start questioning your ability to make yeah. people happy. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, it, 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 it's you know it's, it's unfortunate because you know, in in, in your right of mind and your in your in your in, in your mm. big heart, you're doing what you can for your partner, mm-hmm. but. Some people who don't even realize how critical it is to understand that it's not them. You know, they yes. don't think about the fact that their partner is just suffering internally. They just feel like, damn, I don't know how to help my, my woman get better. Like, I don't know how to help my man get better. Exactly. Why am I here? They start questioning their purpose. Yeah. And that's another reason why relationships don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Toby asked, have you ever felt like you don't know what to say to someone with depression if you're saying the wrong things? Mm. <sighs> mm. I mean, mm. it, it, you go it's first. situational. I think it's situational, Toby, depending on who it is that's depressed and what they're going through. Um, but I could tell you from a, a, a personal experience, um, outside of myself, I've, I've, dealt with someone with depression in my family and you know I've been like very careful and I think it's more about not what I say it's how I say it I feel like delivery plays a huge part too because Mm -hmm. some people who suffer from depression can be sensitive to just the delivery alone yeah 
So and then, you know, I'm a patient woman. <laughs> I consider myself to be patient. You are very patient. You yeah, are. But you are very patient. You feel like the words that you're telling this person is going in one ear and out the other. I know for a fact, and I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't mm-hmm. get frustrated mm-hmm. with someone who's not listening to me. When I know I'm telling this person the right things, you know. But again, like you say, Angela, they have to want to change themselves before they can take advice on changing from other people, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to, you know, be a little more compassionate, okay, and, and try to allow my compassion to make that to have a softer Mm. tone you know a softer delivery because ultimately just shouting at the person you know it's not going to help you know Mm -hmm. at this point I've learned from that experience is to just uh, hopefully allow my words to sink in Mm. and hopefully my advice was taken Mm -hmm. Um, I did back then Today, it hasn't been taken. Unfortunately, that person is still in the situation she's in. But you can only do so much, Toby. Patience. You can only do but so much. If you know you've done your best to help whoever it is you were trying to help and they haven't taken that in yet, yet, just know you did the best you could. You know, sometimes you just you really can't do anything mm-hmm. unless they see it within themselves to make that mm-hmm. change, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I want to shout out Miss uh Jolene Branch. Thank you so much for tuning in, love. Very good conversation. That's my cousin. Okay, another cousin. Okay, okay, I got another family. Yes, and let's shout out Tracy Danu. That's my sister. Yeah. She said, um, you got to highlight it. I can see it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> glasses off, y'all. Y'all know I take my glasses off every night. Yeah. Every Wednesday night. She said, when you're in pain, sometimes you don't have the capacity to change at the time. Right. Yes, that's so true. Right. So, Tracy, thank you so much for sharing that. Look here, I wanted to go back to what Toby said, you know, mm-hmm. not having the right words. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this to all our viewers. You don't have to have the right words to say. Mm-hmm. You don't just listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listening is key. Let them have their moment. Let them talk. You know, and so and, and you know, it's it's about allowing them that space and just be present. That's all you mm-hmm. got to do. Mm-hmm. Because if you feel like you always got a rebuttal and say something, it's not always the time. Mm-hmm. Just listen. Let them get it out. Mm-hmm. And then when they get out all their emotions and their feelings then you can capture something from it and say, okay, I hear you saying this. So what can I, how can I help you or what can you do to feel better? Mm-hmm. That's how you get your answer. It's not all about being that person to think you're going to fix somebody. Let them speak, just allow them their space. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. I do. And it works all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And Ricky says, how can people know what signs to look for when dealing with someone with depression? Someone with depression will have consistent signs back to back to back. Now, I'm not going to say that, you know, it's got to be sadness or, or lack of change in appetite because mm-hmm. everybody who has a change of appetite, everybody who's sad is not depressed. Yeah. 
So it really depends on the person. If you see like consistent lack of energy, consistent lack of sleep, consistent lack of interest, consistent just just not wanting to do anything. Just talk about the interest. Know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt you. Talk about the interest on themselves and the person that they're with. Right. Because right. that's that's a sign. Right, right. When it's it's like a a gradual change in how they navigate life. Like if they yeah. used to be someone who was, you know, somewhat joyful, uh, 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 like to do things, like go out every weekend. And now you gradually see the change. They don't want to go out anymore. Sometimes they don't even want to shower. You know, they sit for hours to days on end inside their, their home or whatever. They're not wanting to do things. They don't want to eat, you know. And especially those who like to eat and cook, you know, if you see a change in that, then definitely you have to sit down and talk with them, you know. But yeah, that's that's what you look for. It has to be like consistent lack of a lot of things that they used to do that they don't do anymore, you know, and in association with what they've been through. You know, did they go through some kind of trauma? Absolutely. You know, a lot of people grow up with trauma they expressed back in childhood. And then go up into adulthood still trying to deal with it. Or mm -hmm. something that could have just happened like a couple of weeks ago. Something traumatic. And they don't mm -hmm. know how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just 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 basic science to look for is, is, is what we explained earlier. But more consistent, <laughs> you know, and lack of as far as changes of what they used to do. So Can, yeah. I, add, can I add two to that? Mm-hmm. So the two that I will add, maybe three or four. I'll try to stick three or four. Um, everything That's you said, <laughs> you know me. Everything <laughs> you said is absolutely. But another key uh, thing to look out for, Ricky, is self-doubters. Mm -hmm. When someone express their feelings and tell you how it's not going to work, mm -hmm. and you're like, it can work. Mm -hmm. Why can't it work? And you put it out yeah. on the table and you're like, oh, all you got to do is just do this. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, it ain't going to work. Try to yeah. And you're like, yeah. what the hell? I do this. Chronic pessimist. There you go. Yeah. That, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, another another thing is the person who, and it's not, and, and Lakia said it best, you know, people who don't eat, but it's also people who overeat. Yeah. You I know, said that earlier, yeah. Yes. People who yep. overeat, self-indulge in themselves for mm -hmm. self-guilt. Um, mm -hmm. Another key thing that you're going to look for is someone who... With a heavy sexual appetite. Someone who likes to have sex. Because, you know, believe it or not, people can Absolutely. use sex as, as a temporary band-aid, right? Yeah. It's, it's only going to last... It's a great feeling. Yeah. It's a feeling that for they the get. moment. Yeah. So, you know what? With sex as an adult, I'm just going to put it out there because I do have my my certification and my mm -hmm. license and my degrees to speak on this mm -hmm. you know as a child who not having sex they cut mm -hmm. you know they mm -hmm. they self-harm themselves um and that's a way of feeling that pain to know that they can control it mm -hmm. turn it on cut it off turn it on cut it off as as an adult a lot of adults have tend to not do that but toward to like you said sex mm -hmm. because they can control it mm -hmm. it's the moment it's the feeling that they get and they can control it i mm -hmm. choose it's all mm -hmm. about self-choice and that's how they get their dignity back that's how they get their self-control about back because mm -hmm. nobody knows a lot of traumas people deal with 
Right. And so a lot of things was taken away from them. So when it come down to sex, not saying everybody that you're talking about, but the population that I have helped, it was taken from them. So they now can control it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. say how I set this up. If mm-hmm. I want to have sex with you, I, I, I initiated it. You're mm-hmm. no longer taking it from me. If I want to cut myself to feel pain and not have pain, then I can control that. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that you said something about about the sex. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's like an addiction yeah, almost, you know. Yeah, people with depression, they 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 implement different forms of addiction in many ways. It can be sex, it can be drugs, it can be alcohol, it mm-hmm. can be food. Um, yeah, many ways. Yeah. Another another other things to look out for, Ricky. All right, so we're gonna. This is a great conversation, y'all. Let me yes. just take a moment to thank everybody who's joined us live right now. Everybody that's in the chat room. There's so many of y'all right now. I can't even keep up with the names, <laughs> but. Just know that we appreciate you all for joining us live, y'all. This is great. Um, how to date when you suffer. Mm. Or rather, how to date when your partner well, suffers from depression. I think we touched on most of them, right? For the most part, um, what I've written down is, you know, just enjoy your partner for who she or he is, right? Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, be grateful for what they can do for you, but accept what they cannot and be okay with that. And knowing that the ultimate responsibility for healing and overall wellness is in your hands and no one else's. And let me just stress this, the importance of therapy. It's it's affordable, almost damn near free therapy sessions that you can get beautiful people. You know, and I can vouch for that because I've taken therapy. It works wonders. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely encourage those who are considering it, just go ahead and seek therapy because it'll definitely change your life. Definitely. Yeah. What do you, and what do you think, Angie? So I just have um, a couple just to add to what you said. So, you know, and, it, and this just goes back to what I said earlier. Don't expect a new relationship to fix you. Right. And that's really important. Don't expect the person you bring into your life to fix you or solve your depression. Absolutely. And it's it's written here. Uh, it's written by um um psychology dot com. I mm-hmm. didn't write it out, and I spoke on that earlier. Um, mm-hmm. and then it also says they may be supportive and helpful, but you cannot rely on them to transform your mood. Mm. You know, stay motivated yeah. to take care of yourself. So you can take care of the relationship. And that's key. Yeah. Once you pour into yourself, then you can help. Like I said earlier, you can't pour from an empty cup. You got to pour into yourself to be able to show that person who wants to be with you that Absolutely. they are valued and they have nothing to do with your trauma in your past life. But Absolutely. they love on you enough to understand that you can have a great relationship dealing mm-hmm. with someone who's dealing with depression. But Absolutely. at the end of the day, it will not be great until that person first, when mm-hmm. they're ready to say, you know what, this is something that I suffer from. Mm-hmm. So if I have any of those signs that you said earlier, Lakia, and that I you know, said mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. that don't shy away from me. But right. as a, if you're suffering from dep- depression, you cannot expect that person to stay because mm-hmm. certain people have certain tolerance. 
Mm-hmm, absolutely. And they may be suffering from depression themselves. Absolutely. They, they, like they don't need to depress people in a relationship. Come on. You can't do that. <laughs> the, second, the, second, the second point is um, that I want to say is um, <laughs> respect your emotional peaks and valleys. Yes. Yes. And that's pretty much saying sometimes you can push yourself to go out. Because you mentioned that, you know, a person that may stay in the house. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you feel too depressed to go out on a date. Mm-hmm. If the latter, describe how you are feeling and offer an alternative plan that conveys to you what you want to do, your mm-hmm. own interests. You know what I mean? So if mm-hmm. you're going on a date and you're, did the significant other say, well, let's go do this. If you know that's going to bore you to hell or bring up traumas. You can mm-hmm. suggest something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. your way of dealing with your depression and still mm-hmm. getting to know the other person. Mm-hmm. And then that opens up the door for communication. Absolutely. Just say, you know what? You offer, you know, to go golfing. Let's go shoot golf. But I really didn't want to do that because, you know, I, I, I sometimes think about my history and my past traumas. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad and I always used to go golfing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's going to put me in a funk or an mm-hmm. element that I may not get out of. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see the ramifications of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in other words, if you're dealing with depression and you want to be with that person, because that person is saying, hey, let's go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Be open. Mm-hmm. But see, Marie says you should not be dating if you're suffering from depression at all. And that leads us to the question, like, can a relationship with someone with depression be successful? I say it can be. What do y'all say? I say it can be if the person dealing with depression is upfront. And if you don't want to be upfront, then know your standards, know mm-hmm. your barriers. Just mm-hmm. like I just read. If mm-hmm. they, if, 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 if the person is doing too much and you're not ready, and I understand what he's saying. But then mm-hmm. that means nobody should feel love. Everybody is human. We aren't, we should not be charged for our traumas and our past mm-hmm. history or mm-hmm. things that hurt us. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, we should not charge that new person to fix us. Right, right. So we have to know when we can be vulnerable to be open and say, you know what? This is some of the things that I have experienced. You ain't got to say all of that. You can mm-hmm. just fix it by saying, if something make you feel uncomfortable, don't do it. But still right. go with the flow to get out the house. And right. then when you feel comfortable that you can be vulnerable, then you can tell that person. So, yes, I, I, you know, when we first talked about this topic, I was like, it's very hard to date a person that's going through depression. Mm-hmm. From past mm-hmm. experience, it's hell. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been charged with you are a counselor, you are a therapist, you ain't fix me, you ain't shit. It's not my job to do They're that. They're accountability on you and not keeping it on themselves. Exactly. Yeah. You got to know. You got the empty cup. Figure out how to fill your cup up before mm-hmm. you want to point to others. Just like Maurice said, if you're dealing with that, then you shouldn't. But I'm right. not saying that you shouldn't. Figure out the keys, the coping skills, get the help you need. And if you're patient to enough to deal with all of that, then yeah. yeah, I would definitely agree with you, Angie. I think, you know, a relationship can be successful, can. especially yeah. if the person who is suffering from the depression is realizing that their partner cannot be their go all be all for their ultimate healing. You know, you just can't take your heart and, and your mind and give them to your partner, say, here, take this and 
you know, I say it. hell no. Do, do whatever you can do with to help me feel better. Nope. No, nope. I said hell your no. Your responsibility. That's your heart. That's your mind. It's your accountability. That's I said hell no. I said hell right. no. That's not my position. That's that is you. not something that I you can do. You gotta fix. You're it. not putting that monkey on my shoulder, right? Guess right. what? Even if, if you're not your partner, mm -hmm. right? Even if you're not, yes. Even if you're not dealing with depression yourself. We deal with everyday woes, bills, mm -hmm. children. We got mm -hmm. our own shit that we're dealing with. And mm -hmm. now we want to date and you want to date me and I got to deal with your shit too? Right. It's not fair. It's not. It's not. It's not. That would be a relationship that would fail because the, that, that partner wouldn't understand it that way. Thank you, Deborah. Yes. Other than that. I think it could. I think it could thrive. I think it could thrive. And we oh, got our girl Tarika Michelle in the building. Hey, That's your family. Well, she's my yoga student and my well, friend. Well, guess what? She's so, my family. She's she my family. You know, claim for my family. Yeah, you my family too, Tarika. Thank you for joining us. Oh, yeah. can I say something real quick? I just wanted yeah, to say baby. that. Um, so originally, our show always aired from eight to nine. Mm -hmm. We've realized that we've been having some dope ass, dope ass conversations mm -hmm. and we've had a lot of people that has been feeding back and giving us the energy that we have changed our time from eight to nine 30. Mm -hmm. So if we go a little past nine 30 and you have to, you know, jump off or whatever, we appreciate you hanging there with us, but we just wanted to just give you that, you know, because we, we definitely respect your time and we definitely appreciate everybody who joined in to um tune in to us each and every wednesday night that was it absolutely so ricky has a good question um, before we move on to the next segment how mm -hmm. do how do we deal with children with depression that's a very good question because i i i, I had a child that was suffering from depression and you know um mm -hmm. we're going through what we, we're supposed to be going through we're going through therapy we're talking things out. Um, I allow her the space to open up, you know, freely about what's on her mind. You know, I listen. You know, just like you said, Angela, sometimes you just have to listen before you say anything. Because sometimes it just needs to vent, you know. And let me just say this. Children, whether they're elementary age or high school age, listen, they go through just as much in this world, just as much as adults. So we definitely shouldn't exclude them. You know, it's not more pressure, right? Because they got to deal with the pressures of trying to fit in with their friends and mm -hmm. they're going through body changes, you know, and they're going up in, in, in an era that's so filled with so much uh, 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 influence, you mm -hmm. know, it's, it's, it's a lot for them too and having to deal with school. So yes, depression runs rampant in the communities of our children. Um, so it's, it's, it's very important to, you know, make sure you sit down with your child, even when you feel like there's nothing going on with them. You know, ask them how their day was. I, I ask my son every day, how was school? Every day, you know? Every day he's been saying, it's been fine. <laughs> He, you know, he could not be telling me the truth, but at least, you know, he knows I'm an ass, you know, because we got to just got to stay informed of what's going on, you know, because there's so much, there's so much going on. You got like school shootings happening every day. 
Like, what is going on with these children? You know, where are they getting these guns? Why do they feel the need to shoot and kill? What is going on in their minds? What was it in them that they couldn't talk to nobody about? What's going on with their parents? You know, mm -hmm. our teenagers go through a lot. So, yeah, um, to deal with them and their depression, have a talk with them, put them through the necessary steps to get them to their healing place, whether it's therapy or doing whatever, depending on what their situation is, Ricky, you know? Hmm. You know, that one touched me. That that one really, really struck a nerve for me because, yeah. like, my whole, you know, I, I was a kid. <laughs> we always kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I will just say that I was that kid that was told, I was raised by a pastor, and he mm -hmm. said, you can't do that. So guess what? I did that. You know, mm -hmm. I was a teenage mom. I got pregnant at the age of 16, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, and people told me your life ain't going to be shit. You don't fucked up your life. But guess what? Now, mm -hmm. look at me now. I'm on with it. You know, it's, it's life is what you make it. And yeah. so I'm so glad that Ricky asked that question. Mm -hmm. And and I'm so glad, Lakia, that you even share with us the shootings and the stuff. I think mm -hmm. that the most important key, Ricky, Outside of everything that Lakia said is understanding that the children's are the many you. Mm -hmm. We went through stuff, but our upbringing wasn't as rough as it is for them. So that means they got it 10 times harder than we do. Absolutely. So continue to have that open line of communication. Continue to have resources. Continue to let them know, most importantly, that if you seek help, that doesn't mean that you're crazy. That stick that does not mean that something's wrong with you. That does not mean that you're a square, you know, or a rat or mm -hmm. a weak. You know what I mean? Because I feel like if we can pour more into our children who are mm -hmm. dealing with, with depression, they will be a better adult. Yeah. And they be able to help another kid. Guess what? This is the help I got. Yep. Kids listen to kids. They don't listen to adults. When the last time a goddamn kid listened to an adult? Mm -hmm. kids live mm -hmm. listen to kids you mm -hmm. know and that's why i'm so big with communities i'm so big with pouring into children and a lot of things that you know i do in my day job with mm -hmm. kids they are our future mm -hmm. so we can't just Absolutely. say that so therefore if you know that they're dealing with all this hardship i'm sorry y'all but these kids mm -hmm. I, my heart goes out to them yeah we didn't have all these social media platforms if we wanted we need we was texting people and if you was too young to have a text message, you would write a little note and drop it out the window. If you was punished, go take that to such and such and wait to see what they have to say. Mm -hmm. He said, she said. So, you know, I feel like social media has so much influence on our children. Mm -hmm. and, and and my heart really, I'm, I'm being honest right now, and I really have to freaking say this. My heart goes out to those parents who society want to blame because their children are considered bad right. or in the streets. These mothers or, you know, these fathers, these parents don't have control over their kids. I know, I know firsthand moms mm -hmm. who reach out to community for help, mm -hmm. but they don't get the help they need because it gets, it gets dismissed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm such a huge advocate. You know what I mean? Yeah. For these mothers, because I was that mother, you mm -hmm. know, and, and and we have those people, and I just feel like I'm, I, we're not going off the subject, but it's all about mm -hmm. depression. Because mm -hmm. the thing is, if you can't pour into these kids now, mm -hmm. they're going to grow up 
feeling like they're in their bubble and mm-hmm. the world don't love them mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they don't have that, those resources. They don't mm-hmm. have that support person. This is the time to pour into them. So Ricky, you know, earlier we, we um, Lakia posted a number, you know, you can reach out to me. You can mm-hmm. Google it. It's so easy. You know, mm-hmm. teen health, teen talk. It's so mm-hmm. much stuff out there. And when people reach out to me, I'm Googling. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know everything, but I want to make sure that I connect people with resources so that way we can have these children be productive to their society and not mm-hmm. have to deal with the depression. Yeah, kids, I'm going to say this right now, Lakia, you can have a two-year-old depressed. Mm-hmm. Okay, you mm-hmm. don't know the trauma that that two-year-old been to. And if mm-hmm. they grew up with a parent household who never got help, guess mm-hmm. what? They will never know what help is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the clients that I'm helping now never had it. So I'm telling them, oh, you can be happy every day. I can't be happy every day. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Why should I trust you when nobody else was there for me? But now you're trying to tell me. You're trying to fix me. Right. So I would just end it on a note of just saying that it's a lot of help out there. Mm-hmm. Just reach out to people and mm-hmm. don't be afraid to get the help and don't be afraid to give your children the help or absolutely. your neighbor child the help. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. This was great, y'all. This is a great conversation. I hope uh, a lot of us got some jewels from tonight's show because yeah. I, 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 I could tell you and, and I, I guarantee you about 95 to 98% of us who is watching or t- will tune in later is dealing with depression ourselves or have someone in their life that's dealing with it. Yeah. That's just Absolutely. the way it is right now. And tonight's show is, is, is definitely going to be helpful to someone. So, you know, uh, when this is all over, share, yeah. share with your family members or whoever yes, you feel please. could, you, could yes. benefit from tonight's show. You know what I'm saying? Because it's very much needed. There's a lot of us out there that's suffering from it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and don't have a clue on how to release it. It's so a stigma, you. especially yeah. amongst us black, the black community. Community. I'm just yeah. going to be honest. I, and it is. And when people do talk to me, it's like, well, I shouldn't be here because people think I'm crazy. Or they think that people want to know their business. Mm-hmm. You know, we are bound to confidentiality. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and just mm-hmm. give it a try. Just give it a try. Deborah. You're right. She said for sure, uh, parents, please get help. Yes, get the help that they need, please. Mm -hmm. Portia, absolutely. More kids now, more Mm -hmm. than ever, every day. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know, we have to Mm -hmm. love on these kids. We have absolutely. Like they say, see something, say something. Mm -hmm. Why should you see some kids that everybody cuss you out or smack the shit out? But if you see that kid and you're working and you have the gift, Oh mm-hmm. my God! You have the gift of working around kids. Mm-hmm. That kid that you be like, she too much. He too much. They disrespectful. No, that's that kid that need help. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. that kid that's crying out for help. That kid always get in trouble. They always doing this. That's the kid that you look that you gravitate to, and just say, mm-hmm. hey, how was your day? What did you do yesterday? Yeah. Oh my God! You would change that child's life. That mm-hmm. child would be like, or oh, they would be smart with you. What the hell mm-hmm. you want to know what I did yesterday? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just wanted, I'm just asking because, you know, don't say you care. I was just asking because this is how my day was. Little mm-hmm. small talk will create, oh my God, y'all. Y'all will thank me for this a year, two, three now. Try it. Y'all mm-hmm. will have kids that y'all going to be wanting to take 
as your own kid that was mm-hmm. that trouble kid that was out there being uh, the squeegee kid or robbing people or beating up people all they wanted somebody to ask them how was your day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something that they never got and it goes back to not kids but our conversation for relationships mm-hmm. just ask the person how was your day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and let Absolutely. them build up on it because guess what when they tell you your, their answer now they got to deal with it because mm-hmm. that wasn't your answer you're not fixing them mm-hmm. oh your day was this so tell me how are you going to deal with it what you ain't got to tell me just figure out what your next steps is mm-hmm. there you go you know, i'm done i'm there done you go. You know, you <laughs> and after that guess what i brought up here <laughs> My love it love it all right, y'all. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna move on to uh, a, a yes. viral story of the week, which is uh, a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so by now, you should have heard the story of a star basketball player at the University of Alabama, Darius Miles. Uh, he kills twenty-three-year-old Jania Janae Harris because she wouldn't talk to him. That's what the reports are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I get my thoughts on that and uh, I'll, I'll get your thoughts on it, Angela, I'm gonna mm-hmm. play just a small clip okay. uh, for our guests who may not know. Give me just a second. Darius Miles allegedly opened fire at a car, taking the life of a 23-year-old passenger. The fatal shooting took place early Sunday morning on the Strip near the Tuscaloosa campus. Miles was arrested and charged with capital murder, and the university has announced he is removed from the team and no longer a student at Alabama. There were two of them, but I've been only seeing this boy here. I swear. Oh, Lord, you're more than you young mother right there such a beautiful young lady her son will be without her for the rest of his life and this is a comment that i wanted to highlight we reject men they kill us we leave men they kill us we stay they kill us hurts my heart for every woman out there especially this young woman just beginning her life so this is unfortunately another disturbing incident that I read of or hear of quite often, I want to say at least three or four times a year, Angela. And, and, and those are the ones that makes the headlines, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones, and yeah. I, yeah, I, I've, I mentioned this earlier. When I, when I first heard the report, I was so upset about it because it's like, 
when are we going to get to a place where a woman or a young girl can feel safe, politely declining without losing her life? When are we going to get to that point? You know, I posted online when I read the report, you know, just simply encouraging parents, mothers and fathers to teach our young sons that it's okay to accept the word no. You know, hearing the word no or getting rejected doesn't make you any less of a person you're trying to be, right? We teach our sons this so they can grow up as mentally stable adults who can accept the word no like the men that they pretend to be. So it's, it's disturbing to know that this is the type of incidents that happens, unfortunately, on occasion. And I, I try not to make this a man-woman issue, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I, I can't help it because it's like every report or headline mm-hmm. I come across is a man who felt like he was entitled to put his hands on a woman or worse pull out a weapon a gun a knife and kill this woman because his feelings are fucking hurt and and i I question you know i I get approached all the time am i going to have to be concerned for my life now even if i politely decline an invitation Mm. even if i say no thank you i'm involved you know i don't want to give out my number Am I going to have to be right there in that moment afraid for my life because this man can't accept the word no? Should I be afraid for my daughter? Should my daughter be afraid to politely decline? <laughs> man, mm. Young boy, mm. can't accept no for a fucking answer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to go out with my girls or you, Angie, or my cousins, and not thinking that I'm not going to make it home that night because I turned down a man's advances at the club. Yeah. That's exactly what happened with the last incident that I heard of something similar to this. Mm-hmm. Lady, young lady, I think it was Philadelphia. I, I can't remember the city. Mm-hmm. She, from what I've read, her friends said that she, she rarely got out. I think that was like her first night at a nightclub. Uh-huh. She died that night. Uh-huh. The man who tried to talk to her was mad because she wouldn't give him his number. Okay. He watched her the whole night in this club. Uh-huh. Watched her leave. Uh-huh. Followed her out. Uh-huh. They eventually had words. He pulls out a gun and shoots her to death. Uh-huh. First night at nightclub. What is going on? When will we get to a place where we can say no mm. and not afraid to die? Mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. I'm mm-hmm. sick of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this really hit home for me. And um, I'm trying to, I, I have had the time to gather my words, you know. So, for those who know me, know that I was a domestic violence advocate mm-hmm. for 15 years at the same job. And 
not only was I an advocate, I helped women, young girls who went through that because we don't mm -hmm. have the whole story because mm -hmm. they were clearly in a relationship. This wasn't like I just met you. Yeah. Um, to be able to let men know that no means no. Mm -hmm. And if it's not working, then it's not working. But at the end of the day, I'm that person that came through to say, you know what? I can help you. I can protect you. Get a protective order, get a peace order, move, go into shelter. All those things sound good, but those things aren't promising when fear right. Right. is there. And so a lot of people may watch that video and be like, well, why didn't she leave him if she knew he was going to do this? I'm sure that it's more to the story. I'm sure he threatened her. But I want our listeners to understand when it comes down to domestic violence, it's this thing called fear not understanding or knowing what's to come. Mm -hmm. And, but the whole thing and be it men, because this is a man that we're talking about right now, it can be women as well. I've represented and helped men and women. Mm -hmm. It can be a woman or man who mm -hmm. exerts that control over the other person to make them feel and fear that they don't leave. That's and true. they wind up killing them. And, yeah. you know, and so I just want to say that it starts again from depression early age. You know, a lot of people, men or women may have seen, and I'm going to say all men because the, you know, when you look at it statistically, it's the men that do these behaviors, exactly yeah. women. A lot yeah. of men grew up in households where they watched their mom being beat. And they thought that was normal. And they yeah. felt like, you know what? Mom got control. She cooked a nice dinner. Mom ain't mm -hmm. leave, so goddamn, this must be right. Mm -hmm. It can be that that male child that felt like, mom, I hate him, but you're still here. So now I hate you. So now I hate women. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they may grow up gravitating to that depiction of this is what life must be. So if you say no to me, how dare you say no to me? Yeah. I got to do what I know best and control you because nobody tells me no. You know, right, and that right. made that made my job when I did that much harder because they will say, you know what? I really want to leave. I want to look out for my children because I care about my children, but I don't know what he's going to do because he said, if I believe him, he's going to kill me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. this woman probably said no. Mm -hmm. She probably said no. Mm -hmm. But his upbringing, and if he didn't get help, like we said 15, 20 minutes ago, for these young children, we don't know what everybody, we don't know what traumas people are dealing with. Right. It's okay to talk to somebody. Even if they don't talk to a therapist, tell the kids to talk to that one adult that you trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because had that kid probably talked to that one adult he trusts or a therapist, that young girl may still be here. And yeah. he would have respected her. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'll lastly say it with this, you know, back in the day, people used to beat up people that you see black eyes and stuff. They don't do mm -hmm. that anymore right? because they don't want you to leave them. They mm -hmm. don't want people in my position that I was in to help and provide resources to say, you don't need that shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They tend to threaten them, threaten their family, their pets, their kids, mm -hmm. where they go with. I'm going to embarrass you. You're a bad mother. You're a bad father. Mm -hmm. You know, burn mm -hmm. them. Mm hmm. Make scars below the net to make mm -hmm. it even more possible. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I just want to say to our viewers that if you know anybody that's going through that, please reach out to Turnaround Inc. Turnaround yeah. Inc. You can just Google Turnaround Inc. Um, they're located in the city. 
Baltimore mm-hmm. City and Baltimore County, or everybody already know about the House of Roof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are two um, locations that can help people that are suffering through domestic violence. Um, and, and guess what? You don't have to wait for somebody to put their hands on you or get your hickey upside your head or kill right. you. Right. Threats or threats. And this is both for men and women. So I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. With free legalization and everything. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> and just, you know, just want to give prayers and condolences to uh, the young lady's mm-hmm. family, the young lady, uh, Jamia Jonay Harris, such a beautiful young lady. All right, uh, so we're going to move on to the next segment. Uh, uh, hold tight for me, Angela, okay? Hold you tight. got it. I'm back. Hi, she's back. There's a little bit of noise in the background. We're going to move not on. Wrong at all. We did not miss you. We miss you, but we didn't miss you. So for half a second. Okay. Okay. Half a second. Half a second. All right. So we have a new segment, ladies and gentlemen. It's email from fans. Uh, we're gonna just read one for tonight because you know we're pressed for time. But the question from a fan, uh, anonymous, of course, and he's from Baltimore, Maryland. Al Cite, he asked the question, What does courting look like in today's world? Angela, I'm gonna let you give your answer first. Oh my gosh, she always. Y'all know what? Let me tell you something about my sis, right? I didn't even know the question, but she saw the question, but why I got to go first? She had about it, and she be throwing me on the, under the bus all the time, you y'all. Get, I, get t- I, I, I need time to think about that. But you saw the question already. I didn't see it. I mean, I saw it, but... Oh, you go first. But that's okay. You know what? I'll take one for the team. Okay. Read the question again because it's new to me. Read it? Okay. She's like, I'm gonna read is, it for you because you're gonna go first. Go the ahead. Question is, <laughs> what does courting look like in today's world? Okay. Toby says it looks like crap. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So you know what, Toby, you're absolutely right. It looks like crap. And for me to just, you know, um add to the crap. I would say that that courting looks very differently. It all depends on your age. I'm going to say that because I am realizing that um, if you're younger than you with this whole dating, you know, dating like multiple people and maybe doing whatever you want to do with multiple people. um, If you're old school like me, it's like dating. Wait a minute. You talking to how many people? Five people? So when you don't have time for me, you know, that means I got to try harder to like get you to understand me and know who I am. So dating is very complex to me. And I feel like it's so complex that one should set aside and realize their self-worth and what they are willing to accept before they enter the world of dating. Good question. Good question. Um, for me, I would say courting. Um, I would say it's the ultimate act of navigating a relationship with intention to commit to that person because mm-hmm. you're sure mm-hmm. uh, you want to invest in this person, you want long term with this person, mm-hmm. so you want to do what's necessary to uh 
you know, sign the dotted line and make, you know, place approval on the contract, whatever. You know, the judge bangs the gavel. This is it. This is what you want. And you're going to do what you can do to uh, support your partner. You're going to do what you can do. You know, you, you find special ways to care for this person. You mm-hmm. find special ways to support this person. You find special ways to uh, uh, convince this person that, you know what, you are in it to win it. Mm-hmm. You are in it for the long run. Okay. You're, you know, this is what mm-hmm. I feel like courting is. Courting is dating to commit, basically, mm-hmm. I feel. Um, so it's much like dating, but with intention and with one person in mind. That's what I feel courting is. I think courting gets lost in, in, in a lot these days because of, you know, how multitasking we are <laughs> when it comes to that arena. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and lines get crossed. Mm-hmm. Get okay. mixed up. You know, some of us don't, can't tell courting from dating. Okay. You know? Some people think they're courting because they assume they're under the assumption that that's what's happening. But later on down the line, they find out, oh, we're just dating. I read something one day. I read something one day. It was a meme. I hate you, Dad. Go ahead. The girl Mm -hmm. said she dated this guy for eight months. And then he asked her eight months down the line, why you don't have a boyfriend? Sir, <laughs> I would have been like, we've been, we've been dating for eight months. What do you mean? Why I don't have a boyfriend? That's what came to my mind when I read that. Like, wait a minute. But then it, it dawned on me, like, some people actually date that way. Some people <laughs> date with no intention to None commit. whatsoever. So, yeah, if, if you're dating someone for like 12 months <laughs> and they ask you, why you don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend? Just don't be surprised, okay? Because there's a lot of them there that dates that way, unfortunately, you know. But um, yeah. For you see my face. Part, courting is definitely that the, the 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 original version of courting. I would say the traditional, rather, is to court with intention and purpose and commitment. Absolutely, Point just what you said. And so my cousin Deborah said, "Are people still doing that?" And she is right because that's where I have that disconnect. Because mm-hmm. like this new dating world is mm-hmm. like you're not courting, so dating yeah. is not courting. Uh, 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 you know, according to the new world and this new era that we're in, we just don't do that anymore. And yeah. I agree with everything you said, 150 percent, um, Lakia. That that is courting. Courting is with yeah. the intention of making that person your boo. Yeah, yeah. You know, those yeah. days are gone. Tariqa said all she sees are hook up a sneaky link. <laughs> and they don't even know what courting is. They probably don't even ask them, do you do you court? They be like, yeah, they, they probably retired that long time ago in their personal life. Like that's if that's all they into. Listen, I don't think that's gonna change. That's not gonna change. <sighs> especially when you're comfortable. Yeah, you know, especially with sneaky links. If sneaky links know they're sneaking and they're comfortable with it. Unfortunately, it may not change anytime soon. So God, God, God help us all, okay? God help <laughs> us. Single people. <laughs> I need some water. <laughs> God help us all. I ain't even got no more some water. Aromatherapy, girl. I need some aromatherapy. Calm my mind, girl. 
yes, this is this is what I've seen with people. This is why dating is dead. Yes. But no. So I mean, speaking it of doesn't their have to, but that's the way it is right now. You know. Uh, be, before we read with with um ter, um Tarika Terakas just said, yeah. I want us to take a, a pause real quick to talk about our gift basket because you yeah. said aromatherapy. Yes. So for those who just joined us, take it away. See, I throw out of the bus too. Take it right away. I'm I'm lost now. Tell us about our basket and I'll give it. Wow. What what's in it? What's gonna be in it? Well, we're not gonna tell everybody what's in it, so I'll do it. See, I'm gonna take okay. it for the team. And I I'm thought you were supposed to keep that a surprise. Well, yeah, y'all viewers remember this. I'm, I'm taking one for her, even though she always called on me first. So for those who just join in, we do have a free giveaway tonight for the first 20 people who subscribe to our YouTube channel. So if you did not subscribe yet, it's not too late to subscribe and we will right. announce the lucky winner. I'm and you will have in our chat right now. There you go. go right See? to it. That's what, that's what, she, yeah, she does great with that. I don't do all that <laughs> stuff, but I can talk. So at the end of the day, we will announce the lucky winner next week. And um, it's a care package with a lot of self-care, self-love. And believe me, it's for both men and women. So you're going to love it. And so we, that's just our thank you uh, for joining and tuning in and subscribing to us to us each and every Wednesday, because without you, there's no us. And Absolutely. we just two girls from Baltimore that want to represent. Absolutely. And let me just say it'll include custom items made from the heart. Oh, yes. We, Thank we you. appreciate y'all for yes. uh, just for supporting our podcast. And, and, and Absolutely. you know, we, we, it's like we need that fire lit and y'all provide us with that fuel. So, oh my God. Thank you so much. We appreciate you all. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And then also, can you, um, because I know we're coming close to the end, um, mm -hmm. let people know about what we're going, where we're going to be next week. Mm -hmm. So let me scroll up. I'm gonna show you guys. I'm gonna put it back on the screen. This coming Tuesday at 7:30, we will be in Towson, Maryland, at the Hillendale Shopping Center. The location is Fire and Smoke. Cigar Lounge, 6827 A, Lock Raven Boulevard. Shouts to Miss Shirley, the owner, for giving us this opportunity. My girl, Shirley. I love you, she Shirley. Awesome. Um, she's a doll. And yes, um, it's one of our favorite spots in the city, y'all. So if you're a cigar lover and you, you know, you need some grown-up, fun adult conversation in your life, I see you for This Tuesday, 7.30 at uh fire and smoke cigar lounge address is there write it down if you have to um but yeah you'll see our flyer on our social media pages as well the reminder so yeah then, hope we see each and every one of you there and also i just wanted to add that there's a two cigar minimum yes okay. yes okay yes, yes. and so that that is that and just please trust and know that everybody that join us will have the chance to enter a raffle for mm -hmm. our second yeah. basket. Yes. So yes. We're giving away a basket out. there too, y'all. Yep. Yes. And that's all. Oh, do they uh, have cognac? So I'm glad you asked that because you can bring your own drink. Yes, you can. Yes, you bring can. Bring your own food. All you have to purchase is the cigar. And so the, yep. the it's, it's laid out for you. You have, bring your guests, bring whoever you want to the vibe with, bring your food. Bring your cognac, bring your beer, whatever it is, your drink of choice, and just relax with us and have a nice, dope-ass conversation. Oh, are you going to tell them what the conversation is about? 
Um, so I we have a couple of topics actually. Oh, a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's I'm just special guests. Uh, but yeah, it's it's mostly relationship based. Um, but if you really want to know the specifics, give me just a moment because I gotta look it up, child. Well, see, we have meetings, ladies and gentlemen, about stuff, and so yeah. when and while we she's get looking, together with our co-hosts, go ahead and like look it up. Watch. While she's looking that up, I'll just say that we have two special guests. Justin is going to be joining us um, next week, as long as well as um, Ricky, who is here tonight. Um, that's going to be joining us. So we have two male guests joining us. Um, I'm not going to. I don't want to be wrong with the views. She got it. There you go. All right. So there's two topics. Um, is friends with benefits considered dating? That's one question. Hmm. And the other question is. Uh, do you date after, do you date a one night stand basically? So if you had a one night stand, um, would you consider dating them afterwards or is that just not the thing to do? And other topics that may come up, y'all, I mean, we, we will talk about a lot of stuff. It don't, it's not narrowed down to the two that we, you know, confirm, but mm -hmm. yeah, that's basically what we're going to be discussing. So yeah, again, like I said, some fun grown up. Grown ass conversation, y'all. Guess what, Lakia? <laughs> Guess what? I can't wait until next yeah. week. And I will say this. So for our viewers, you heard the two topics, but just like Lakia said, there's more to come. So we mm. definitely, definitely invite you and encourage you to drop your topic, something that you mm. want us to talk about next week. Um, datingisdead.com mm -hmm. podcast mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Datingisdeadpodcast at gmail. Yep. At gmail. Yeah. Please. Um, what she just said, because you know, that's, that's, that's you know, we all have our own hats, and that's my girl do that. I, I do the talking, and so, but please drop your comment if you have a topic that you want us to talk about. Put it in there. We're going to talk about it next week. Um, yeah. you know, something that you feel if you feel like you want to be a guest on our show, just say I'll make me a guest, and we will do yeah. that. You know, we want to hear yeah. from you all. Absolutely. I'm going to put the email in the chat as well. So okay. you can have it real quick. And we're going to move on to the last and final the segment last. of the show. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. There goes the email. There, there it is for you. So the last and final uh, segment of the show is, of course, the motivational quote of the week. And Angie, you have to remind me, do I go first or you do? It's my turn. Okay. <laughs> Aren't you happy? It's you my go time. Right ahead, sis. You go right ahead. Oh, she asked this time, y'all. She learned it. <laughs> All right. So I'll go first. And so um, my motivational quote for the week, it's not by an author. I did not write this. But it mm -hmm. says, no amount of love will be enough for you if you don't start loving yourself. Come on. That's it? Yes. That's all I got. My takeaway from that is just, you know, uh -huh. if you want the kind of love you want, you got to give it to yourself and you got to give it in ways that's going to benefit you. Not no half-ass self-love, not saying you love yourself. Come you on know, with really it. Don't, if, if you're treating your mind and your body, your spirit, uh, mm. the way it's not supposed to be treated, you know what I'm saying? And or disrespect look, it. how you treat yourself. Yeah. Because the way you treat yourself, you're showing others how to treat you. And watch so how you give you yourself. You want the ultimate... You want the ultimate level mm. of love. You got to mm. begin with yourself by loving yourself the way you deserve to be loved. And that's what's care. Mm. That's Thank what gratitude. You. That's what's just 
you know, mm. embracing the skin that you're in, mm. you know, embracing your mind, embracing your whole being, because mm. you are here on this earth to mm. show the world who you truly are. Yeah. And when you are free from the heaviness and the burden mm. of life, mm. you can grow into the person you're supposed to be. And the way you can grow is by watering yourself with the self-love that you deserve. That Come way, on with it. people who look at you can see that love radiating and they'll try to mask that yes, love or go higher. Okay? Yes. So that's how I take <laughs> that quote of the day. Thank you, Angela, for that. Because I needed that reminder, honey. Yes, Damn. Yes, you know, Yes. I'm going to say the last thing that you just said is, which is the biggest key takeaway. Mm-hmm. We set the platform on how we want to be appreciated, loved, and desired. Come if on. we don't set that platform, guess what? Ain't nobody else going to see it. Come on. Love yourself first. Absolutely. And until Absolutely. you love yourself first, guess what? It's okay. We're going to keep spiraling into mm-hmm. these toxic relationships, mm-hmm. but you got to take the stand and say, you know what? It's okay to be by myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's nothing wrong with being single because Absolutely. guess what? You know your worth. And mm-hmm. that next person that come along, when mm-hmm. they come along, Hell you yeah. already know what mm-hmm. you want. Toby had mentioned something. I can't see it now, but Toby said something about that. You know, I told me ain't trying to put you out there like that, but there was something about <laughs> being single. I got to look at it. Let me look for it. I don't want to say totally the wrong thing. I'm sorry. Why, why are you looking for that? Let me just say, it's like when you are heavily involved in your self-care, right? Mm. You start to embrace your singlehood because you yeah. know within your singlehood, mm. you are redefining who you are. You are relearning who you are. Um, mm. You're making yourself a priority, right? And that's like one of the acts of healing in itself it's just taking the time to be by yourself you know being single is not a deficient y'all it's you not it's, it's not added value to your personal life you know you you need that time to 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 heal and grow and learn more about yourself you know so that when you do become involved with someone it's going to be healthy because you're going to be fucking whole Point blank period. Oh yes, embrace your singleness. Oh and yes, I, I found it. it. At nine thirty one, at nine thirty one, Toby, Toby, our girl Toby, mm-hmm. like for life. She said, "I'm dating myself," and I love that yeah. she was very transparent to share that because mm-hmm. I can say I'm dating myself, and yeah. it's out there. Yes, I am single, mm-hmm. and I'm loving myself. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I just went on a journey for five days of self care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, it felt so good. It felt doesn't, so doesn't, good. Doesn't it feel good, girl? Oh my god! It felt like I was like, I, I, I meditated, guys. Yeah. I did something that I thought because I'm always like this. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Mm-hmm. I set my ass still. Mm-hmm. And once I sat mm-hmm. still and I got grounded, I did mm-hmm. not get up. It felt mm-hmm. like my body got up, but I was sitting down and opened up that door to mm-hmm. rejuvenation. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. if no, and if and here's the thing. While you're going through your journey of self-care, if those people that matter, really matter, they will still be there. Mm-hmm. My sister so your, your level of self-love and self-care will filter out the ones who don't care about your Thank well-being. You. Point Thank you. Favorite. It's the truth. Because guess what? If they belong and they fit in, 
They don't even got to know you're going through your self-care journey. Right. They're going to be there for you. And you're going to feel obligated to be like, you know what? That person is there. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I just I just wanted to say that real quick. Toby, thank you for being vulnerable. Yeah. Yourself. I'm yes, dating honey. myself. Something that I haven't did in a yeah. very long time. I'm going to put it and out there. 33 absolutely years. Amazing. 33 years. <laughs> and I look like I'm 35. Yay. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And it feels I love great. It. And, and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for taking these few days of, of self-healing and self-discovery. Yes. Oh because there's nothing like it. It's there's nothing like being able to navigate your life daily mm -hmm. as a whole human liberated fucking being. Yes. You know? And, and it's not you do it on your own without the help of a man. Yes. That's most important. Right. Oh yes. The fact that you can do that yourself. You need them, but you don't. You don't need a man to justify your self worth. I'll just correct that real quick because we do need men in our life, but we don't need a man to justify who you are and your self worth. Take that Come journey. On. You know Come what on. I mean. One of the Absolutely. things, real quick, I'm gonna say, look here, is that I was afraid of when I do start dating people. Like you're not dating. Why you ain't got nobody? Something must be wrong with you. Yes, that's their limited perception. Me. That's a limited perception because they're used to the. It does a negative connotation when it comes to being alone and being single by a certain age. But guess they, what? They always say if you're not married by a certain age, there's something wrong with you. Something no, wrong. there's something. There will be something wrong with me if I am married and still feel fucking alone. There Sis. will be something wrong with me if I'm in a relationship and still Sis. feeling unhappy. Why am I in this relationship? I don't, feel, I don't feel happy. If I'm not built, I'm not mm. going to be with this person. Sis, let me I'm, let me mm. part ways with this person and get myself right together. Okay? Sis, Nothing wrong with that. It's the total opposite. I'm going to tell you right now. I thank you for those words. Yes. And you are absolutely 199.9% right. Yeah. My whole thing is this. If somebody say, oh, my God. You're pretty, you're this, you're that. Why are you single? I'm single by choice. Come on, because I've learned and I went through that journey of knowing what to not accept. I Come will on, no it. longer call red flags orange, Green. cautious, cautious, cautious. Orange. Proceed with cautious. Yeah. To proceed with cautious. If the yeah. bitch is red, the bitch Come is on. Red. Come on, red. It. red. The color is red. It's not orange. It does not mean proceed with caution. Right as apple red, okay? It means stop. Learn yeah. your feelings. Trust your feelings. Know your worth. And know it's nothing wrong with being alone and being single. That does not mean that nobody wants you. That means you want more for yourself. Come on. That's a quote right there. That's a bar. That's a bar. You see my bell? <laughs> yes, I hear it and see it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the on point bell. That, yes. I'm gonna call it that. I'm gonna call it the on point bell. On point bell. On point bell. On yes. point bell. That's so our on point bell. My quote is, you know, it's funny. Our quotes always correlate with one another. It does. We, we don't tell each other our quotes, y'all, before the show, but we do is, not. This is we about stuff love as well. Um, the author, well, the IG page is from is from Muse of Aesthetics. Mm. And it says, discipline is the strongest form of self-love. Mm. It's ignoring current pleasures for bigger rewards to come. 
It's mm. loving yourself enough to do whatever you need to do to give yourself everything you've ever wanted. It's giving up the good for the great. Mm. So it's me. So let me <laughs> talk about that. I'm going to do it. I was over on my pen. You know me and my pen. So. In a nutshell, it's just like what I just said, knowing your self-worth. Yeah, yeah. Knowing your self-worth and don't be afraid of what society, social media got to say. I don't care if you feel ugly. I don't care if you think you're ugly because your body not right, you're overweight, you're too skinny, you ain't got the job you want, you've had people that left you. Good. God made them leave you so he can open up the door for somebody who's good for you. But when we're stuck in that rut, we don't see it. Oh, I love him now. I love her now. Oh, she told me she loved me. He said he loved me. Love is an action word. Mm -hmm. Somebody mm -hmm. can tell you they love you every goddamn day. Mm -hmm. Show me. Show me. But no one's going to show you they love you until you show them that you love yourself more. That's Absolutely. what I got from that. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. This quote. Um, what I feel like it's saying is, you know, the pleasures you receive today, or that you ignore rather, mm -hmm. or avoid, um, it, it'll 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 expand. It manifests. You know? it it'll they'll always be there because mm -hmm. they'll expand. What you need to do is just focus on you right now, because what you, what you want is going to always be there, and it'll be even better and greater when it's more attainable yes so yes. don't worry don't, don't worry stress. don't front y'all see the smile don't, on don't my face don't anxiety. worry don't, don't, don't build anxiety over it don't you know try your best not to become too depressed about it because no. guess what your mm -hmm. time is coming yes. your moment is arriving yes. you're here you're breathing you're living you're able-bodied right you're you're high-spirited enough to stay mm. optimistic about what's to come. Come on with it, sis. Come you on with more it. more day than the night. You see come more on. of the glass is half full rather than half empty. That's more than enough for you to say, mm. I got this. The faith of a mustard seed is really all you need. Ooh, right? Don't even talk about that because I'm going to show y'all with the faith. I more got a mustard seed in a I, little jar. And I got it too. You gave you, it to me. I you gave it to you. It as a reminder, Angela gave me this little tiny jar, y'all. This little tiny jar. It has one little mustard seed in it. And every time I get low about something, and it, I, I look at, I take and look at this little jar, the little mustard seed as a reminder that that's all it takes for me to believe in my goal. That's all the faith you me need. and my BFF. My BFF, they have two, but I'm talking about my BFF belief, my faith, and my focus. Yes. Stay with it. Girl, you know, I've been, you know, I've been blessing people around the community with my um my um faithful mustard seed jar. <laughs> like, you know, and you know how they say, you know, give back and all that stuff like that. Yeah. I don't even realize I'm doing it. It's that's mm -hmm. when I come in contact with people, I be like, you know what? Take this. They're like, what the heck? I can't see it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. about the size of a dot. Mm -hmm. A period at the end of a sentence. Yep. That's all the faith you need. So when mm -hmm. you're worried, just pull it up. I've been giving mm -hmm. out. I've given out. I've given out last year about twenty five of them. 
Wow. This year I've given out only three. So if you meet with me, you're mm -hmm. gonna get that faith of a mm -hmm. mustard seed in a and special. Let me tell you, it, it works, y'all. It, it helps. It's like a manifestation tool, you know. It is something that you hold on to to remind you that it can be done. As long mm -hmm. as you believe in yourself, as long as you get rid of those self-limiting beliefs about yourself, mm. you can make shit happen. You just oh, have yeah. to believe in yourself. Believe your faith. Have your belief. Have your faith, and just stay fucking focused. You know. That's what you do. And tune in to us every Wednesday night and, and speak your truth and let's get it out. Don't, yes. don't let it manifest. Let it out. We are yes. your platform to mm -hmm. speak mm -hmm. everything, whatever mm -hmm. you want to want to speak and feel on relationships, the ups and downs. It ain't even, like I say all the time, it ain't got to be intimate partner. It can be your best friend. Mm -hmm. She mad at you. She'll get over it. Yes, mm -hmm. Mr. Brother, because you know what? We need us to keep pouring into us, absolutely. to keep our glass filled. Absolutely, absolutely. And I want to just take a moment to thank everyone who has yes. joined us live. You guys thank are you fucking all. amazing. You guys are rock stars. Thank you so much for hanging with us tonight. Make sure if you've come in late and missed the beginning, you can mm -hmm. always go to our YouTube channel to watch the replay. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell before you do. We are also on your favorite streaming platforms. Everything listed down there in the ticker. So check out any one of them anywhere you like. Um, again, thank you so much, beautiful people. Thank you, Angela. We will see you next week. Thank you, Lakia. Same place. Bye. Thank you all. Thank you so much. <laughs>